0: The following episode is brought to you by Daryl Delaney, Ryan Royce, Darren Katska, Jessica Smith, Irene Villarito, Laura Pickren, Eric Whitman, Devious Pop-Tart, Elizabeth Clark, Andy Dossett, Natasha Rallerson, Richard Cree, The Cam Family, Charles Compton, Edvar Tharnoff, Dustin Troop, Rebecca Miller, Michael Clark, and David Scrams, along with all of our generous patrons. D20 Radio, where
1: gamers roll. www.d20radio.com. <laughs>
0: welcome to Everon renewed i am eric and i am joined by trevor today for our little cold open segment hello trevor hello and yeah so we'll just dive right into it and establish the scene so reynard you obviously uh you used to live in the upper crusts of the city and now are slumming it with our lovable crew of outlaws but you and I spoke, and it's totally reasonable that Reynard would probably try to find opportunities to venture back up to the upper levels of the city. Yes, to kind of chase the the wealth he once had.
2: He's got to get that rush.
0: <laughs> How often would you say Reynard goes up to attend uh, fancy dress parties?
2: Um, I would say if he's not at the theater or on a job. And there's a party going on, he's there. So, um, okay. you know, maybe twice a month if they're happening. So
0: let me ask you this. Do the so obviously going up to parties that frequently, there's probably faces that recognize Reynard and he's familiar with are the quote unquote friends that Reynard has in the upper parts of the city aware of the fact that he now lives in the lower parts of the city. Or um, does Reynard still try to keep up heirs that he's still one of them and lives amongst the, the I think wealthy? It's,
2: I think it's very much a like change of subject situation for Reynard when anything comes up of, of that matter.
0: Where are you living now? Um, yeah, yeah.
2: And I think it's definitely like a different, maybe not a completely different set of friends than he had, but it's 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 not like it, it wouldn't be like the best friends or the the cousins or anything that. That were a part of his life before, so
0: for sure. Okay, that's really interesting. Okay, well, uh, tonight is another such night. There's a, a fancy party going on, mm-hmm. and it's a masquerade, in fact. So uh, yes. So, Ra- what what does Reynard wear for such occasions?
2: So, um, Reynard has a mask that kind of resembles an owl, um, and Okay, uh, in the sense that there are like uh, little individual kind of uh, oh, what's the shape I'm looking for? Not teardrop, but they have like the little kind of s- s- the end of like a spade. You know, the, the Those kind swoops. Of, yeah, a feather, a feather, a feather. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just to keep things <laughs> simple. Yeah.
2: Um, like little. Individual-
0: what's that shape on an owl? You know.
2: <laughs> what's that thing birds have? Um. like a little uh feather that none of them are feathers though they're made out of things like um leather or uh he i would say reynard had just enough like uh kind of gold stashed away that maybe every once in a while there's one made out of gold so it's still he still can present himself as wealthy um so it, it kind of it's a mask and um i would say it kind of Forms into also like a little neck piece and shoulder piece that kind of just sits on top of the okay. the nicer clothes. Okay, but
0: it's still like a the the actual face covering is still like a half mask. Like his his mouth yes, is still the visible. Mouth, is, mouth yeah. is visible. Uh gotta have your mouth visible. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, whose party are you attending? I'll throw that on you.
2: Oh. Okay, I didn't know that was happening. <laughs> it's
0: called improv, Trevor. Go. Yes and, yes, and. I've been
2: improving. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't think of feathers. That's how much I was improving. Should I mix something up? <laughs> uh so I would say this is um this is uh maybe someone he doesn't exactly know but it is an invitation he received from an acquaintance who he's kind of getting to know better through these parties and this is the like acquaintances friend he's it's, it's like going to be the okay. plus one of an acquaintance basically so
1: okay
3: cool who's the acquaintance
2: uh god <laughs> <laughs> the hits keep coming this is because neither of us were prepared. <laughs> um, no. Uh, so the acquaintance would be um, probably someone that Reynard went to school with or okay. or studied with and didn't really keep in, like, didn't, weren't necessarily friends during that time, didn't really keep in touch. But Reynard's kind of, kind of using him a little and his prowess to, to get into these things okay
0: and just uh for a quick like production note standpoint in the upper parts of the city what i'm kind of envisioning from a aesthetic Mm -hmm. is capital hunger games kind of thing like the super opulent garish like uh everybody's voguing constantly kind of (laughs) atmosphere so So then
2: i have four foot eyelashes as well (laughs) Uh (laughs) Underneath your owl mask, though. So yeah. they're just pressed up against <laughs> it just I got kind of a centimeter of eyesight, really.
1: So
0: <laughs> okay. So okay, great. So old college buddy that you've been attending some of the parties with.
2: Uh let's say male. Let's say male. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um and so yeah, uh, he has invited you to attend this party uh, as his plus one. And fancy, fancy ball masquerade uh, kind of situation. So, yeah, you uh, you take a a sky coach up to the upper parts of the city. And as you exit into this district, it's very clear that this party, like many parties that you attend, is the the buzz of this district. And that as soon as you step off of the skyway, uh, the as soon as you step off onto the sky dock, People are standing around in their masks, looking very fabulous, very well dressed. Uh, you're you're pretty familiar with a type of garment called glamour weave, which is really fashionable in the up parts of the city where the clothing actually has holographic projections coming off of it. So uh, you see one woman in a larger than life evening gown with and it's projecting a dragon like circling her shoulders and flying around and breathing fire occasionally so just cool stuff like that and you see your friend standing out in front waves at you uh he's wearing a a wolf mask is the the animal that that
2: he is elected to wear oh reynard hey over here oh god do i have to name him (laughs) If you want or I can name him. <laughs> I don't know why but the first thing that came to mind was Kipling. Kipling? Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, go with but, it. Yep. <clears throat> uh crap, the voice um oh, yes. Hello Kipling. Hey, are you uh are you ready to hop inside?
0: Absolutely, let's go. All right. Uh by the way, there's uh there's someone here that I uh, I, you might lose me partway through the night, just a heads up. There's somebody here that I'm I'm looking to get some alone time with. Oh, a lover, eh? Hopefully, but not making it a big deal. Just, yeah. So, just be cool, and if you lose me, maybe don't try to find me too quickly.
2: All right, well, I hope you have a hoot. Because I have an owl mask, yes? Good. All right, let's go in! <laughs>
0: The joke. The joke is always funnier when you explain it, Reynard. Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so you all walk in. Uh, he flashes the invitation, and you know, grand staircase in the middle, two marble floors circling, um, and so let's talk real quick. Reynard has has your time in the lower parts of the city affected your perspective on this level of opulence at all because obviously this used to be your day-to-day life but now you lead a very different life day-to-day and you see a different side of the city so has reynard's perspective shifted a whole lot yet or is he still
2: i don't think yet i think it's very much like a light switch you know as soon as he starts going up above a certain point in the city it's like okay i'm in i'm like I've I've flipped a switch. I'm back in in this kind of mode. Okay. So.
0: So so Reynard doesn't really see the he he doesn't have any kind of disgust for this level of opulence or anything yet.
2: I think if anything, it's more of like a. If there were any kind of odd feeling about it, it'd be like I wish I still had this kind of thing, like a, a jealousy okay. kind of thing. So. Gotcha.
0: <clears throat> okay. So you and Kipling are doing a circle. You stop at the the refreshments table as Kipling is getting a uh, a glass of champagne and hands one to you. So Reynard, uh, what have what have you been doing lately? I I only see you for these parties. I don't really see you around town much anymore.
2: Well, you know me. I spend most of my time at the theater. If I um if i have the opportunity if not i just busy myself with work ah good okay
0: um or well, did you did you catch the the showing at the grand
3: theater last week of uh the carnathy princess yes absolutely it was um quite thrilling that ending
2: it definitely finished the show <laughs> didn't it
0: <laughs> uh and Kipling is too distracted, keeping an eye out for his uh, his potential new friend to really uh, call you out on any potential vagaries that you had. So you all
3: continue to circle about anything you'd like to talk to Kipling about. Uh, yes. <clears throat> oh, man. Just trying to think
2: of a fun way to word it. <laughs> so, any any clues on this elusive person you're meeting? I'd love to know. Well, you know, I love the gossip.
0: Well, not too. Uh, it's kind of on the nose. I I plan my mask around hers, but uh, she'll be wearing a sheep's mask uh, when we spot her. Oh, I know. It was I. <sighs>
2: It was her idea. That's a lie. It was my idea. I don't so know why I lied about that. I, but so I should be looking for a mouse then.
0: <laughs> I suppose you should. Are you looking for anybody?
2: Uh, no. <laughs> not,
1: that, not that was in character. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> or was that Reynard going? Uh, no.
1: <laughs>
0: yes,
2: that was Reynard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, here's another establishing question about Reynard's past. Did Reynard at any point kind of gallivant about in that sense, or has Reynard kind of not really been into the dating scene a whole lot? No,
2: he's way too selfish. Okay. <laughs> he is. I, hey. I got the one trait that I remember I am, and I'm going to stick with it. Okay.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> Oh, one day, Reynard, one day you'll find somebody to make something
3: out of you. And Kipling kind of nudges you uh, with his elbow. And then uh, he sees. And
2: Reynard just chugs the rest of that <laughs> champagne. <laughs> uh,
3: and then
0: uh, as you're mid chug, you hear Kipling say, Oh, gotta go. And you see Kipling crossing the dance floor as you lower your glass down with towards this. Uh, so so we didn't even establish really it, it. You you kind of created Kipling human elf. What what uh, race were you envisioning Kipling?
2: Uh, elf. OK. Yeah.
0: Um. So Kipling kind of crosses the uh, the dance floor towards this uh dwarf woman that wearing a sheep's mask and uh you reynard uh kind of shudder a bit at the rather garish uh little Bo peep-esque dress that she's wearing with the sheep's mask um the the aesthetic is a bit too on the nose for your liking but um so Yeah. yeah so what do you do now
2: that you've been left alone at this party well, the champagne glass is empty, so Renan sets it down and grabs another. Okay. And uh, just kind of starts circling the edge of the dance floor, looking around, kind of not necessarily um, paranoid, but still kind of keeping an eye out just in case somebody doesn't want to see is there. Um, okay. But just kind of watching so, now what's happening with his friend dancing with someone he did not expect. <laughs> So, yeah, you're, you're
0: kind of circling about keeping an eye on your friend, but also keeping any eyes out for anybody from House Fearland, uh, from your family. And because you're, you're kind of keeping an eye out, you don't notice uh, as you kind of pause on the, the perimeter of the dance floor. Uh, you don't notice until you hear the voice. You hear somebody next to you say. "So." taking a night off and coming to live amongst the upper crust, like you used to. And you turn and see somebody whose face is obscured by a mouse mask. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, it's, it's just a very much kind of a masquerade, like half mask, no head covering or anything. So you can pretty easily recognize the hair and, uh, the lower part of the face as the detective that took you in a few weeks, about a month ago. And she's, she's wearing not a extravagant dress, just kind of something simple yet appropriate
3: for the setting. Um, and she's holding a glass of champagne too, Mr. Turnvale. Her last name is
0: uh, Mordain detective Mordain. That came out very, like, Bond, James Bond, Mordain. Detective Mordain. (laughs) Detective Mordain. So, but you knew that after, like, after your first run-in with her, that her last name was
3: Mordain. Verla Mordain is her first name. So, what do you say in response, Reynard?
2: Detective Mordain, well, trying to think of a good mouse pun, but I'm at a loss for words, really.
3: It's fair. I surprised you know who I am. Quit squeaking. So,
0: why aren't you down in the slums with your buddies?
2: I have many buddies, and I just happen to be here with one of them tonight, so...
3: Hmm fortunate for you that not everybody you knew up here cut and ran when everything happened.
2: Yes, well, I did have to evolve a few friendships, I guess you could call them, to um, elevate some kind of status. I do what I can, you know. She would be a detective like in the lower parts of Sharn, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so so the Sharn City Watch I'm envisioning in in our version of the city, is very much like a metropolitan police department where there's different districts, different stations, so she wouldn't be
3: working a case up here. Okay. So what caused you to climb your way up here? Oh, you know, I'm not a detective 24-7. I like to have fun, cut loose every now and then. Or a masquerade. Or maybe I'm deep undercover entailing you.
2: (laughs) Entailing me?
3: For what? Oh, I mean... I feel like that list would be too long, Raynard.
0: Well, it's been a while uh, since
2: I've done anything terribly illegal.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's funny. No. I know that you are not the biggest fish to fry in
3: your district or this one, so sadly you wouldn't warrant enough of my time. Well, for once you've
2: caught my interest. I must know. (laughs) Why are you here?
0: Oh, why I'm here tonight, uh, sadly, it's... Purely for non-business reasons, uh,
3: I'm here as the esteemed guest of the host of the party, so.
2: Esteemed guest, well.
0: And she rolls her her eyes at you repeating that
2: that phrase. (laughs) I'm in the presence of the esteemed guest. Hold on, let's get another glass of champagne for a toast, shall we?
0: Enough. Yes, yes, it's absurd and ridiculous, but I think flaunting that title on me made him think that
3: uh, it would get him further than uh, his personality would ever hope to. Well.
2: Oh, I wanted to ask something, but then that would give away that I wasn't really supposed to be there. (laughs) I mean,
0: Reynard's not the not the sharpest
2: <laughs> when it comes to that kind of that's thing. True. So. That's true. That's a the real truth. Okay. Um, well, who is this host? I've heard so much about. Oh, how did you manage an invitation if you don't know the host? Well, I don't bother knowing every host if I'm invited. <laughs> <sighs> the host is
0: uh, some. Big wig up here in the upper parts of the city. Rich, powerful. I think, honestly, it's not uh, any romantic interest that he's desiring to get out of making me
3: his esteemed guest, but rather the,
2: the apathy of my department. Well, that explains why you dress so modestly, then. Easy. This is the best thing I could find. Well, not all of us ha- all right. not all of us have such large
3: closets as U-turn Vale. Well,
2: <laughs> size doesn't matter. <laughs> when is this host going to uh, going to make an appearance? Is his party? Where is he?
0: Oh, I doubt he's going to make an appearance for some time now, if at all. Uh, he likes to throw these parties and then keep everybody waiting and clamoring to gain his good favor before actually showing his face, but. His he's new in town, named Solomon Calloway,
3: but giant man with a bigger personality. But well, I, what an oddly forgettable name. <laughs> yeah, And I'm. I feel like he might be might be up
0: to something. I don't know. I, just, I don't have a good feeling about him, but. Occupational hazard, hazard, I suppose. I don't have a good feeling about you yet.
3: Here I am talking to you, and she kind of gives you a do? smirk. He's rich; that's what he does. I.
0: He's never mentioned any kind of uh, industry or occupation. Just he is wealthy, and because he is wealthy,
2: he continues to gain wealth. <clears throat> Well, no need for further explanation. I've seen men like that around my father all the time. Oh, I can't imagine
0: what kind of flies the dragon-marked houses attract, but anyway, this has been lovely, but I suppose I best go find my date.
3: And I must get another glass of champagne. Good seeing you, Turnvale. Something like that. And she walks across the dance floor towards the grand staircase okay well
0: hopefully you all enjoyed that trevor hopefully you enjoyed that there were some good uh nuggets of reynard personality that came out through that so that was fun um and we got to learn at least one mystery woman's name uh
2: there you go (laughs) uh
0: Perhaps we'll learn the other one. Perhaps we'll learn the other ones in this upcoming episode of Eberron Renewed. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Eberron Renewed, an actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I'm your game master, Eric. I'm Philip.
2: I'm Trevor. I'm Randy,
0: and I'm Jeff. And welcome to another episode, gentlemen. What happened last time?
2: We Um, broke into
3: a lab.
0: We successfully Uh, got a
3: lot of paper
4: heiress-cracked uh, panel open with a bullet, um, and Milo and I got our heads cracked open.
5: <laughs> and apparently, while this certainly loud combat was taking place in the in the room next door, Posey was hanging out reading paperwork in the lobby. Yep. But don't worry, we found Waiting him. for the opportunity... <laughs> waiting for the opportunity to deliver a line
0: <laughs> to make a grand entrance. Yeah, no, yes, absolutely. I love You know one thing about this woman.
5: <laughs> I love the idea that she heard it and was just waiting, no, nope, there's going to be a moment. They're going to come out <laughs> through this door. <laughs> also,
0: was it was her big dude in the room with her? Just posing. Okay. Where we left off, Reynard had just Accomplished the goal and was headed for the getaway vehicle so um, close. and then was met the mystery woman. Um, and uh, Eris was just entering, uh, encountering her as well. So that was the end of that PC slot. So we have another PC slot. So Eris or Milo can go and she would recognize your disguise, Eris. So, yeah, she she doesn't know who you are, but she remembers
6: you.
4: Yes. That one with the scarf and the goggles.
5: <laughs> At the blue hair and the large military jacket. The distinctive weapon. <laughs> and the gun. <laughs> I'm trying to think what does Eris do in a situation like this, and I'm not entirely sure. So if, Randy, you know what you Milo's going You want me to do. go?
6: I can go. It's um, fine if you
5: want to go, yeah.
6: So... Is it feasible for Milo to get up on the platform and try to turn this thing off while Jerome is preoccupied staring down Hob? You can certainly
0: try. The fact that you don't have a mark is going to make it... Um, yeah,
6: extremely difficult, if possible at all.
0: Extremely difficult. Yeah, yeah, there's right. also there's also some goons on you, right? Yes, there are also people on you. Yeah, But you can disengage and then move.
6: What if I just attack the group at uh close With the combat spell? Yes, close combat. Oh
0: right, you have that. Okay. So um yeah, that would make it a two purple check. Um I'm going to spend a story point because I have far too many of them to upgrade that. And yeah, you can attack them. Any other uh, effects that you want to add?
6: Um No, I think I'll just, I'll just stick with this. Okay, perfect.
0: Okay, so that is three success and a threat. Go and suffer the two strain for casting the spell, Randy, and then take a third for that threat. And your uh, attack spell deals um, damage equal to your intellect, which is four plus one for every uncancelled success. So that's seven total damage.
6: They all die.
0: (laughs) Not quite. Um, (laughs) One of them does go down. So you, do you have a magic implement that you use, like a wand or a staff?
6: I have my wand, but I have not been using it. Um, You know what? I've been thinking about that. Let's just say that uh, Milo quickly reaches into his robe and pulls out what, for all intents and purposes... Looks like a somewhat burned and charred cross support for a stool. And just kind of waves it and points it at the group. And this black, dark energy just fires out of it.
0: The dark energy kind of swirls around one of these researchers and climbs up. And you see it, like, go up his nose and into his mouth. And he starts to cough. And he doesn't, like... I'm not saying that you're, like, mutilating him from the inside, but he is incapacitated he like passes out and falls backwards uh onto the ground unless you want to horribly mutilate him milo your call
6: no that's okay okay i don't don't think i don't Um, think uh i don't think somebody was that sort of a person so
0: all right so now it's an npc turn uh so the two remaining goons are going to try and attack you, Milo, since they just saw you take out one of your buddies or one of their buddies. It'd be weird if they saw you take out one of your buddies. They're going to have their ability reduced slightly due to, due to the fact that one of them is down. Um, and their difficulty is upgraded thanks to Hobbs' bodyguard. So Hobbs kind of, because you have to be engaged with the person for bodyguard. You did it before you moved though, right? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, narratively, one of them is still hanging back. So it's going to be a little bit more difficult for them to hit. And I'm going to roll. They'll use their maneuver to aim. Why not? Two advantage.
1: (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. okay.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, they're swinging at you. They miss. And those two advantage, you all hear the machine continue to whir quicker and quicker. Now it's a PC slot. Uh, before we go to Eris's turn real quick, just the visual for Milo and Hob, who are still in the warehouse at this point. You see trickling down from this basin above Norsen, red mist, because Eberron dragon shards are called bloodstones because the veins that run through them are red. So it's this red kind of, not even mist, but dust that's trickling down, and you see it begin to settle on his shoulders but your vision is becoming more and more obscured as it gets down into the cylinder and it's kind of swirling around in there like around him. Eris it's your turn.
5: Uh okay so Eris sees Reynard is here with a bunch of papers in his arms. Mm-hmm. The door behind Reynard is now open. Yep. So she can see into the room and see the situation. Um... She's going to
0: first. A quick quick point of order is mm-hmm. the, the woman standing here, uh, her posture is in no way aggressive. Like, it's almost like a like she still has the papers in her hand and she's like, oh, hello. Like, she's not reaching for anything or anything like that, right. just so you have the full picture. Okay. Uh,
5: Eris is going to shout, Chib! Time to go! Uh, and then she sees what's happening at the, at the machine and and just sort of grinds her teeth. You know, that's probably gonna kill him.
0: She kind of looks over her shoulder past Reynard and she looks back and he was like, I mean, it was his idea. Right, but what if it, it mutates him into some sort of
5: horror? I ain't his mama. What what are you doing here? You are mint in now you're trying to mutate what's
0: going on? And she kind of looks around and looks at the caneth cra- crest on her tunic, is like, I mean, I honestly don't know how to answer that. I'm I'm here looking over paperwork, if you're asking like that
2: specific. I think what my friend means, um, Brenda, was it? Brenda, was it? Posey. No. Um. You're going to offend people uh. <laughs> if
4: you guess their names in game.
6: they <laughs> on our stupid jokes.
2: <laughs> and Eric's no. NPCs love to take offense. I just want to, that was not canon. I just want to do that. That was just for you all. <laughs> I, can't, I, can,
4: I can't speak to that. I do that all the time. <laughs>
2: I didn't have anything to say. I
0: just wanted to say that. She kind of... Well, okay. It wasn't in canon, so she won't respond to it. Um,
2: I think Reynard is, though, very just kind of... Just (laughs) centimeter by centimeter trying to slide to the door with all the papers in his arms. Just like... (laughs)
1: Just...
5: Yeah, I really don't know what to do in this situation because that machine is way. T- I mean, I don't know what is the distance between me and the machine. I mean, from the
0: front door.
5: Yeah. I- extreme distance again. Yeah. Like. Oh, why not? Er- Eris looks and just the woman's the woman's nonchalance just baffles Eris because Eris is both fascinated and horrified by whatever this experiment is, and she just doesn't see how someone who works for the House of Making could possibly not share those feelings. Uh, and so she just... Ah, and, and raises the Fletcher, and she's just going to shoot a bolt at the machine. Okay. Uh, so... I'm not going to use our only story point because I want that to be there for when we're trying to, you know, get away. Um, and I've probably used up my maneuver by this point.
0: So let me me ask you this before you take a shot. What is your goal with this shot? I'm now concerned that something horrible,
5: that Norsen is going to be turned into something horrible by... And so she's trying to shoot the reservoir. Basically, she's trying to break the reservoir so that it stops feeding that stuff into the into the, the, the containment center, into the containment okay. chamber.
0: Um. So given the fact that you're having to shoot past her, past Raynard, this past the This is a crazy shot, yeah. Um. I'm going to impose uh, a setback die
5: onto it. Sure. And I don't think I have a maneuver to aim with, so I'm not going to... I've got a bunch of strain, so... Actually, I will aim once because I actually don't have as much strain as I thought I did.
0: And I'm going to upgrade the check. So your pool is one black, three purple, one red. Okay. And I should be shooting.
5: And I threw a, uh, an. I took some strain to aim, so I've got a, a boost. Okay. I, I have that added. So. Okay. Okay. That's. So <laughs> that's remarkable.
0: So the damage is uh, eight. So I've got two success and a threat. For our okay. listeners. Yes, uh, two success, one threat. Which, um, you hit it. It's a question of the amount of damage required to disable. Sure, and I don't know what that is.
5: Um, and I don't have any advantage to spend on it, so, yes.
0: Uh, and that's, that's everything Aeris can do. Okay, so the reservoir starts shaking. Like, your, your bolt flies in and hits, and you've clearly done some damage. You, you've inflicted a level of damage to it. Um, so it's shaking, but it's not quite enough to completely uh, disrupt what's happening at this point. And, and
5: Eris um, more urgently shouts, Jib! And She's trying not to use anyone's name because,
0: you know, we're being watched now. <laughs> um, okay, so it's an NPC slot. We've had uh, Jerome go, oh, one of the NPCs is, slots is gone because uh, yeah. Hob. <laughs> just because Hob. Um, Okay, so this last one is Norsen. So the machine continues to do its thing. And you see the swirling stops like coming from above and is just going around him um, at this point. And you see, coupled with the damage that Eris inflicted on the reservoir, the whole cylinder is vibrating very rapidly. But he's still in the tube for this round, so he won't get to do anything on his turn. But at the top of the next round, the, the intention with this is not to damage anybody. So we'll say that everybody's able to, like, do this business, which would totally protect you from shattering glass. Sure. Um, <laughs> but the the cylinder cracks and explodes, red dust billows out. And when it begins to settle and PC slot is up next. So whoever wants to go will be able to go, you see Norson standing there, his pants that he was wearing are kind of tattered, not like torn up or anything. Were they but purple? He, no, they were not. This, that's not this story. Um, but his his shirt is torn, but he still looks like Norsen. Like he's not a big green hulking monster, hmm. but he clearly is like looking at his own, like flexing and looking at himself. So yeah, I do need to add a new NPC slot though, because of Posey. lady. Hey lady. I would love
5: to know her name. I just can't think of any plausible in world reason that Aerith goes, What's your
0: name, by the way? I mean, the tone of the campaign is perfectly acceptable to go, I'm sorry, but this is the second time. What is your name? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, so her initiative roll three and one. So she has another NP slot pretty high up. Hob, it is your turn. Or no, it's a PC it, it's slot. A PC it's not necessarily hops. I'm Who not
4: 100% sure I want to take this one right now.
0: Okay. Because uh, Reynard, you could book it.
4: W- remind me. Remind me what Jerome was
0: had had done on his last turn. Was he? He hopped down and just kind of squared up. He wasn't like ready to throw hands, but he clearly was like standing in front of you, accepting that you are here. And he is, thing. and he, and he is prepared to
4: pre- mentally prepared to fight. It's not like he's he squared up. That's what hop thinks. I'm just trying yeah. to remember.
0: It wasn't like he was. Yeah,
4: putting fists in the air. Okay. it can was I kind really? of a
0: this, this far no further kind of thing like you are not going to get past me kind of thing
4: my only thought is there are definitely two NPC slots right after this PC slot and if I punch I'm about to get punched twice uh, um, it. does anybody have something they want to do to talk? and the I'm longer I don't run. go the better off Milo is yeah that's true um, So that's why that's I'm thinking somebody else take this first in.
2: I mean I would like to get out of the building if I can
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean, you can you can take off past uh, Eris and Lady.
2: How far away from the door am I?
0: Oh, I mean, it, it would take a maneuver for you to get out the door.
2: Oh, okay. Bye.
0: <laughs> um, are you wanting to do anything with your action before you leave or after you leave? Or are you just headed to the boat? Are you... Where are you going?
2: Um. Oh, I can do... Uh, can't I... Augment, Eris, or not, uh, not Augment, um. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I think I just wanna throw something her way just in case. Um,
0: okay, so that's gonna be two purple is the difficulty. You are within, would you like to add the haste ability to it or just stick with the normal augment?
2: Uh, What is haste to again? I forget.
0: It would allow Eris to perform a second maneuver on her turn without spending strain.
2: Sure. Okay. Did that make um, it harder? <laughs> yeah. It makes
0: it one, one, one more difficult. So now it's three purple instead of two purple. Would you like to spend a story point to upgrade? We have two now, right? Yeah, you have two.
2: Okay, then yes. Okay.
0: I think that's everything set for you. So go ahead. Oh, oh my God. That is two threat, two triumph, no success. Oh no! <laughs> so you do not cast augment. However, <laughs> but I do get out of there, right? <laughs> so yeah, let's let's talk about this. Um, first off, hmm. you need to suffer two strain for casting a spell. Okay. Also, with the two threat, because threat and despair are much worse for magic users. Trevor, you and all allied spellcasters, so Eris and Milo, add a setback die to any attempts to cast spells until the end of your next turn. Uh, So you've kind of messed with the magical mojo going on. (laughs) Um, You don't cross the streams. You have two triumphs.
5: So we win everything.
2: Like all the villains drop dead and we escape. The back half Um, of the
5: warehouse
0: collapses on (laughs) Norsen. Yeah, I mean, you could have something fundamentally encounter changing happen to the environment, like like the building starting to collapse in on itself from the rumble of the machine. You could have Norsen go full berserk mode and just attack indiscriminately, so he's not targeting, he, he could target the researchers and Jerome I mean, those are just a couple of options. What's the you sky could...
2: cart's name? Trisha? Tasha? Tasha? Trisha. <laughs> Can Tasha ran through the door so quickly and hit Posey <laughs> and knock yes. her unconscious and I get in? Absolutely.
4: Can she scream her name as she
0: falls unconscious? <laughs>
4: <Yes>. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it so, looks like it's the end for old Melody. <laughs> so what happens is you try to cast Augment and just fizzles the woman like looks at the two of you is like now listen here if you think you are going to escape the great and then
1: (laughs) (laughs) you
2: troll you monster and aris and i both so yeah tasha no her name's not tasha you're (laughs) (laughs) so yeah she's
0: knocked out uh just in the corner Papers everywhere, but your escape vehicle has arrived. Um, (laughs) And and a threat in the combat has been knocked out. So I will remove an NPC slot. NPC slot. So Jerome is standing there looking at you, Hob. Mm -hmm. And uh, you see the mark kind of glowing over his shoulders. And he just extends his arms out. And from all over the lab, various metal objects begin flying at him to start pieced together into armor around him. So he is casting Barrier on himself. That's Um, awesome.
4: That's pretty cool. I'm glad... If it works. (laughs) I'm glad I know what Barrier does, so I'm not too terrified.
0: (laughs) He's going to spend a story point to upgrade. Ugh! One uh, failure, two advantage. No Hulkbuster. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the metal kind of pieces around him, but it's not effective. So it's not like the magic completely failed. It was just ineffective for what he intended. Um, with the two advantage, he's going to pass to Boost Eye to Norson. Norson, mm-hmm. like, has almost a bestial stance to him. The, the closest thing you could ever reckon it, it looks like, Hob, is when a shifter has kind of gone full bestial rage, um, okay. and he sprints over to you, and he's just going to, with the full weight of his might, try to up, like, hit you right in the solar plex. Now, this is all new to him, so he doesn't have any ranks in anything, so, but I have too many. I'm going to spend a story point to upgrade. Two okay. success, three advantage. It's four advantage to crit on a brawl check, right? Mm -hmm. I think so. On just an unarmed strike, yeah. So that is going to be uh, six damage hob. So not a lot. Wait, that's Um, that's six before soak. Before soak, yes. Hob didn't feel it. Nice. Uh, I'm barriered. Oh right, you're barriered. So yeah, mine's just an invisible bubble.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) So yeah, like his fist stops short. Due to Milo's magic, and he kind of rears back. With the three advantage, um, he is going to... Yeah, he can't do anything interesting to you because he didn't inflict any damage. He is going to inflict a setback on you uh, on your next check, uh, Hob. I forgot that we can use advantage to setbacks. Uh, mm-hmm. I need to I need to write that down. So that is that NPC slot. We are back around to PC slot. So Hob, Milo, or Eris. First, Hob's going to do a, uh, a free action to say,
4: It takes a moment to get used to being like this. I probably didn't land my first punch either. Uh, and then he's going to Jack. Because uh, right now, Jerome has only done anything to try to protect himself. Yes, correct. Oh my gosh, his amazing name just disappeared. Minson Flurpshaw. What is it? Norson, she- Norson Millhatch. Yeah, that's what I said. We all said it. (laughs) Norsen Millhatch tried to hit me. So I am going to just... I mean, I'm going to punch with my Cestus. And I think I want to make sure it hits, so I'm going to go ahead and give you a story point back.
0: That's so nice.
4: And I'm not augmented, right? I did not do it to myself. Okay, nope. Alright, cool. We ready?
0: But you have a setback. There you go. That's right, I do have a setback.
4: And make sure I'm rolling the right one. Yeah,
0: okay. Three success and a threat. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, describe your hit and then we can deal with the threat.
4: I think I just I think I just want one good like here, let me show you. <clears throat> and it's the exact same punch he just tried to give to me, except for it connects. And I have to assume even no, I'm not going to make that assumption because it's not my character. I can't do that. I mean, actually, um, I think that's it. I, I want there to be some surprise in his eyes. I've got a feeling that that uh, Milhatch has ne- probably never really been punched full force by some big dude because he's not normally a big dude. So uh, well, I let's,
5: let's be fair. He went to school with the name Norson Milhatch.
4: <laughs> yeah, but there are stranger names in this world. <laughs> so I, I really do. I think if you have been punched before? The first time you get punched, it hurts a lot more than you think it's going to. You're like, oh, I could take a punch. So, I think, I, obviously, I, I,
0: there's no mechanical way to justify this. I just want to say it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, he takes the full brunt of your blow. Uh, you do enough damage to make it through his soak, being shirtless, <laughs> and he kind of catches his breath and just <clears throat> and yeah, you see a sense of surprise and like, oh, I thought this was going to be much easier than it's turning out to be. He kind of staggers, and you see a twinge of fear in his eyes. Next PC slot: Milo or Eris.
6: Go ahead, Eris, if you got something.
5: I mean, Eris. Uh, Eris will use a maneuver to board Tasha. What's my range to Norson? And does, is anything still attacking Milo? Yes, Milo still has three researches on him. Okay, so here's Eris' thought process and why I'm justifying what Eris is about to do, because it's not something Eris usually does. Eris um, just watched them fill a big cylinder full of weird swirling mist, and then it exploded, and a guy came out different from how he went in. Eris has decided that these are all very bad people. Eris saw all that? The door's open. Oh, Fair enough. She was shooting at the machine right before it exploded. Eris has decided these are all very bad people who knew what they were doing. So she is going to shoot at one of the lab techs that's attacking Milo. Uh, Okay. I use a maneuver to board, so I'm not aiming.
0: Uh, So I will let you set that up and I'll rule. Okay, you are medium distance away from that group. Okay. So two purple. Um. And it is uh, all set. They
5: are engaged, so I think that automatically upgrades me.
0: Correct, because if you roll a despair, you shoot Milo. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's a triumph. Okay. <laughs> three that's success, one three threat, opposite. and a triumph.
5: Um, uh, okay, so
0: that's 11 damage just right off the bat. So you could, just so you know, with the damage that you inflicted, there's two of them left. You could use that triumph to crit on them and wipe out the whole group.
5: Yeah, I like that. Uh, so what happens though um is as she's you know she's lining up she's breathing heavily she's really freaked out right now uh because this job has gone what she considers very wrong and she's contemplating all the consequences um she starts to aim at the lab tech and then she notices that behind him on the lab table where he was working at uh there's some sort of uh Alchemical concoction that he was designing, um, and Eris shifts and fires at that instead. And as the glass breaks, uh, it just explodes uh, in this this blast of um, of smoke and flame for a moment, uh, and throws both the lab techs against the wall and knocks them out cold. Very nice. And then she shouts again, "It's go time!" <laughs>
0: guys with like, something. See, so yeah, Milo, all of that happens around you. Just the explosion and kind of like everybody's dropped around you. That was Eris's turn. We have another NPC slot. Um, that's the last NPC slot, which would have been those fellows attacking Milo, but they are down. So now we're to the final PC slot, Milo. So you just saw Hob punch Norsen. Eris just shot a bottle that exploded and caused the people around you to go. Eris is shouting it's go time. And you can see Tasha has entered the lobby <laughs> behind you.
6: Um,
5: Tasha has arrived.
6: Hob, I, I think they're ready for us to leave now. And Milo maneuvers, I guess, to where I can get into... Wait, before I leave, I say that to Hob, and then I'm going to... I'm going to attack the, the guy that just got changed, whatever his name is. Norson Milhatch. I'm going to attack Norsen.
0: My name is Norsen Milhatch.
5: See, I, I don't mind people forgetting because it allows me to say Norsen Milhatch over and over again, and I'll never get
0: tired of saying it. And um,
6: I'm okay,
1: so you're doing to, the
0: attack spell?
6: Yes, I want to make it deadly.
0: Okay, so that... Makes it, um, and due to the distance, you do need to add one rank of range as well. So that makes it three purple. Would you like to spend a story point to upgrade? Um, yes. You all are outspending me this this session. We've gotten more comfortable spending. Yeah. (laughs) Why not? Let's keep things spicy. I'm going to upgrade, make it turn one purple into a red. Go ahead, Milo. Eric, you didn't actually have to spend to do that. He's he's engaged. The the rule doesn't explicitly apply to the attack spell.
5: Oh, it doesn't. That's nice. Wow, that's so many yellow.
0: (laughs) Okay, so that is two success and uh, one advantage. So you hit, uh, so that's six total, which uh, some does get through. So you describe what the spell looks like when you attack from range, Milo.
6: Um... Once again, Milo just kind of he flicks his wrist in the direction of Norsen and just a straight stream of black energy shoots out and just like almost like a laser beam just pokes a hole in him and then expands once it's inside.
0: Oh, and Milo, your your one gives a plus three to your damage and you can add the blast quality without increasing the difficulty whenever you want. Um, so it does more damage. The blast doesn't apply right now, but just keep that in mind. Norsen kind of reels from the magical energy impacting him, and he kind of locks onto you, Milo, and snarls. Uh, would you like to use your maneuver to head to the boat, Milo?
6: Yes, yes.
0: So that is the end of that round. Top of the round, uh, we have a PC slot. Uh, Hob, you're the—Reynard, you got in the boat, right? Yes, Hob's the only one not on—not aboard.
4: I do not want— (laughs) <laughs> to leave this... This, do, this augmented...
5: Play, play your character. We are going to... I mean, we will...
2: But before you get in the boat, check Posey's body for a name tag. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are reckless.
6: Yeah. So Milo hops in the boat and says, Now I you think all before... know that um, Hob is not <laughs> going to wish to leave. <laughs>
4: I think what I'm going to do is... Yeah, I gotta give it one more shot uh, against uh, Millhatch before I leave, since I can do it that way. So um, I really want to put him down. Uh, so let's do assess this punch. Go ahead and upgrade it. If we have, yeah, we still have one, one after one after me. So, and I'll do it. Okay. <laughs>
1: Oh no. Two
0: advantage. No success. It's a wash with two advantage. Can um, I
6: give him a boost die with my advantage?
0: Not after the roll. It's too late for that. Sorry, I should have asked you what you wanted to do with the advantage, Randy. I'm sorry.
6: Yeah, I forgot. My fault.
0: <sighs> okay, I take a swing at him. Let's say he
4: he he dodges. Let's say he yeah. just steps out of the way, and I'm like, alright. No time. Uh, I would like to use my two advantage to give a setback to whoever whichever of them acts next um, okay and, and then can I get to the boat in one maneuver
0: it would take two so you could
4: suffer two strain to make it absolutely fine let's do that
0: oh and I've been forgetting he has ranks in adversary those roles should have been much more difficult to hit him oh well it well, um, was kind of hard anyway there's only two purple. That's like.
4: <laughs> well, okay, it wasn't hard, but the outcome was the same. Yes. Well, probably better, but. You Next know what? Time. Play the game.
0: <laughs> Um Okay, so Hob, you make it to the boat. Eris guns it.
5: Eris just goes straight back. Um, Eris out. asks
4: Tasha to gun it. Well,
5: Eris drives. I mean, it's still. I know, I know. Um, it's not Knight Rider. Eris goes just straight back out through the hole that Tasha created.
0: Uh, and yeah, nobody gives chase. Um, so you all are able to book it and pull away, assuming that you all are just headed back to the district.
2: I feel like we should have taken that woman.
3: <laughs> Why Hobbs, Hob- <laughs>
2: Hobbs, <laughs> we don't know who she is, and we- she might know things,
3: but we're we gonna kidnap her.
6: I mean...
2: Yeah, I don't do that unless explicitly
4: directed to... Uh,
6: Something tells me that we'll get a chance to ask her again what her name is.
4: I would kidnap in her help. I think we're all overlooking the fact that the four of us could have taken that monster down and talked to Jerome about what the heck was going on. My accent shifted there a bit, but let's not uh, focus on that.
2: (laughs) Well, I have the papers. I think I haven't looked but through. What them. are
5: we going to do? Are we going to are we going to kill him?
3: I
2: mean, he's
5: he's a well connected member of the the city. What? What, what so, are we gonna we gonna kill him and just hope? Hope Jerome doesn't. You didn't
4: see what I saw. I'm not sure that he's anything that he was anymore.
3: First. Well, if we leave second, his... second, we don't have to kill everyone we fight. <laughs> hmm. No. Just permanently but maimed. How are we going? What, what are we going to do? He's going to wake up and be a monster again. I mean, who knows? Olive might. I'm going to get this tour anyway.
0: So yeah, are did you all set up a meet with Olive to do this? or uh,
5: I think Eris's in intention was to take it back to her. Um, Okay uh, Although now that I think on it It probably would be logical That we would have set up a meet Because all of us Tromping into her workshop Is going to be conspicuous
0: Yeah So let's just say You You had agreed Before Before the work day started the next day Just Mm -hmm. Next morning at the four sales For breakfast service Olfin has a Has a lovely coffee bar That he's recently Uh Debuted Nice Um so, yeah, you all are able to return back home without incident, and you're able to make the meet with Olive. Presumably, you all are waiting for her. she She walks in and sees you all and very hurriedly walks over. And so,, uh, how'd it go?
5: I guess I should ask. In the stack of papers, <laughs> was her <laughs> was her notebook there?
0: Yes, yes. the The three pages that she had described were uh, amongst the. The paperwork. Um Eris slides the
5: paper over to her. Oh we my gosh. Got it. We
0: got it. Um Thank you. I it, I don't know what I would have done if anybody had gotten hurt. be that's the thing.
5: Norsen he um he put himself in some kind of some kind of machine. Uh, and then the, the artificer, um, Jerome, he turned on some system that fed the Dragon Shards in uh, and I couldn't stop it. And um, when Norsen came out, well, I mean, Ob mixed it up with him. He can probably
4: tell you better than I can. Uh, I mean, he was, I'll be honest, I don't know if he was stronger. He never landed a hit on me, but I think he would have if I hadn't had some help from Milo. Um, I'll say he took quite a bit, uh, from me. Uh, it was just one punch, but I'm very strong. Uh, and then completely avoided the next one. And that, Hob says, and that doesn't happen often.
0: Also, he tore his shorts. <laughs> <laughs> you you all uh, if anybody's paying attention when Hob says that you see Kath at like the bar having her morning coffee hear Hob say that and like double take over her shoulder uh, at that statement and Um, and Hob Hob gives her a real big like be cool
5: (laughs) (laughs) not in front of the client
0: (laughs) because you know her Eris go ahead and give me a perception check because you you see some stuff happening with her face right with With the whole face thing. Okay. Uh, To success. Um, Over the course of your conversation thus far, um, you saw a mixture of of fear and disbelief. And then towards the tail end of what you were saying, specifically, Eris, you saw anger come in. And you would even describe it almost as like a sense of betrayal. Specifically when you were talking about Jerome. She here's here's you hob and i'm well i i'm sure i will i will hear about whatever happened soon sooner rather than later is was everybody okay like i other than obviously norsen's <coughs> situation but did we did, did we kill th- anyone i think we didn't kill anyone did you not kill the ones on hob
4: On Lilo?
5: I mean, I shot something yeah, and it exploded and tossed them through the air. I, I don't know what became of them. No, I...
1: We I had taking
5: We had to fight off some of their lab assistants of all people. Uh, but I don't... It's
0: odd that they fought you.
5: It, yeah, it struck me that way. Um,
4: That's my fault. I, uh, I willed it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
4: uh, and-
2: I don't... And a woman with intimidating poses. Um, You wouldn't happen to know... uh, Was she a a secretary or... um, (laughs) Do you know a name?
0: I... I... I would need more description than uh, the woman with intimidating poses.
4: She has a friend who's a bit larger than me.
2: Looks like a Brenda. You
0: seen anyone like that around? When you say that, Hob, you sense that her blood has gone cold a little bit, describing a human larger than you. There was a person there bigger than you talking to Norsen? Well, I was told he's
4: bigger than me. We never got to get close enough to... (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: He just says
5: yes. (laughs) He was bald, um, very muscular, um... But, but not, maybe, maybe not so. I mean, I, I got the impression they were show muscles, and like, I'm like, oh, um yes, the poses were not strong.
2: as intimidating as the woman <laughs> that, <laughs> and um, I will
5: describe the woman in in, in the hopes of I can't was, remember how you described
0: her, so I'm just saying this the the gentleman that you're describing, I, i'm I'm unfamiliar with the woman. I apologize. i I don't know. Who she is. Uh, The man, though, is Solomon Calloway. Where's my notebook? Where's my notebook? S O L M O N C A L L O W A Y. Solomon Calloway. I've gotten that that one right right before you. (laughs) M A N? What'd you say? M O N. S O (laughs) L M O N C A L L O W A
2: Y. Yeah. We're S O L on this woman's name. You know what I mean? (laughs)
0: <laughs> and she kind of regards you heiress you know how I I explained that Norsen Millhatch funds my work Calloway is who funds Millhatch to fund my work oh. he's big money Um, in in
4: Sharn have we heard the Calloway name before perhaps just getting thrown around like oh that's Calloway money or no okay interesting which
0: which yeah is interesting
4: yeah that would that would i that would uh, ping in Hobbshead head for sure that so. much money and i've never heard the name this guy's got deep pockets to say secret
5: Eris would l- like to give back the other papers
2: i was gonna Kay. do that
5: yeah
2: i was gonna <laughs> ask would these other 80 pages be of interest to you <laughs>
5: You took we can't everything? everything? We can't, well, the, the, uh, there was a big, you know, enhanced human trying to attack us and, and everything, so there wasn't a lot of time to search through the filing cabinet. And As you're I'm, talking, Paris,
0: and, I'm <laughs> and I'm assuming Reynard is the one holding these pages. Mm-hmm. As you're talking... For the rest of you, this isn't really shocking to you, Eris. But to the rest of you, this woman that you've met has been very uh, composed, very articulate, very put together. Reynard, she literally like lunges forward and like grabs all the papers and like holds them to her chest and like kind of sheepishly realizes how she just acted. And Eris, this is this is the Olive that you know. Yeah. And so she's like, "Thank you."
5: I'll um, I'll walk you out. Uh, and as she does, Eris says, look, he, um, he saw us, uh, and... I mean, I I had my scarf up and whatnot, but he saw me, and he saw me at your place. It's probably not a good idea I come
0: around. We can... We'll figure something out, Harris. Don't... Don't worry about that. I... I will sort something, and we'll figure out a way to continue our partnership. It's the least I could do. Roy, I'm... I'm sorry we didn't... We didn't stop it. You did more than any reasonable person would have asked you. So, thank you. All right. End of episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the con- conversation, you can head on over to the Facebook group, the Geek Pantheon. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at the Geek Pantheon. And we have a discord that you can find a link to at uh, the Geek Pantheon.com. Um, we also have a Patreon, the uh, Patreon.com slash the Geek Pantheon, where you can join all kinds of fun tiers to do different things with us. Um, we're also proudly part of the D20 radio podcasting network. Uh, If you head on over to D20Radio.com and hit the podcast tab, you can find all sorts of fun uh, podcasts like ours. And additionally, the Don't Despair podcast is uh, a podcast dedicated to deep diving on the Genesis role-playing game system uh, and explaining mechanics and all kinds of stuff. So definitely go give them a listen. Um, Additionally, now that it is the end of the arc, XP. Everybody earns 15 XP. Additionally, um, Trevor, uh, for actions in the downtime session, um, you get a bonus five XP, as does Philip um, for Eris stuff um, <laughs> that I made note of, but didn't write clearly enough to remember why. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do that so often. Additionally, uh, because of the actions of this quest and successfully retrieving the papers, um, while you didn't, uh, prevent all the bad stuff from happening, you get, uh, Eris, your obligation is reduced by 10. Um, and we're going to roll for obligation on the next one, but because of that reduction, uh, it's just to 40. So we're going to roll a D 100. Um, we're going to just do it with the view that I can see, uh, 1 to 10 is uh, Hob. 11 to 20 is Eris, then Milo, then Raynard. Uh, And anything above 40 will be nothing. 7. Hob, fight me! Your obligation is triggered. Great. Okay. Sweet. Man, the main quest is going to just get thrown off if we just keep doing obligations.
4: I don't know. This felt um, like it
5: was connected. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yes. To, okay. to what I think the main, main quest will turn out to be. <laughs> this
0: felt... <laughs> all right thank you all so much for listening and uh once again i'm your game master eric i'm philip
6: i'm trevor i'm randy
0: and i'm jeff we'll see you next time